When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Breaking news of the afternoon. Damian Lillard to the Bucks. What it means and what it does to the NBA. And when your play-by-play includes involuntary moans and bodily noises, you know it's bad. Let's go around the horn. That one cut drop ball gave the Brewers a division the postseason for the Phillies and begat the Braves, maybe home field advantage. That's some Old Testament level beginning. We start with Damian Lillard to the Milwaukee Bucks. Yes, it's true. The shocking, breaking news of the afternoon, a trade none of you saw coming. Portland moving Lillard after months and months of talk, but nothing. Gradually, then suddenly, and it goes to Milwaukee. For it to happen, it's a three-way. And all sides are intriguing, so let's dive in. Dame to Milwaukee, where he pairs with Giannis. Drew Holiday to Portland for the time being. And DeAndre Ayton going to Portland. And the Suns now picking up Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Keon Johnson, and some other bench fillers. Tim Kalashaw, what just happened? How much better is Milwaukee with Lillard in and Holiday out? I, I just want to know, have we done more shows on where Lillard's going or a decade ago where Carmelo Anthony's going when he leaves Denver? They both went on for years, I think, and now we finally have an answer. I, I think Milwaukee is now uh, the power of the East. When you, when, as good a defender as Holiday is, when you can turn that into Lillard's offense and give them the three-point shooting they need on nights where Middleton isn't delivering. I don't know if Giannis ever needs to shoot another three-pointer. He probably never should. But with, with these two out there, they have everything they need. I don't think it's bad for Phoenix. I know Ayton has his moments. He's an 18.10 rebound guy. Nurkic, when he plays, is around 15 and 10. Okay. And, and Ayton obviously had some problems with Monty Williams. Monty's gone now. You know Frank Vogel's there to coach that team. They needed more bench support after all the players they shipped out last year to get Durant and to get Beal. So I don't think it's bad for Phoenix, but I think it's great for you Milwaukee. You said great. You said the best in the East, best duo yes. in the NBA, Lillard and Giannis Kalisha? Best trio, all three with Middleton. I, I don't think the duo, duos are too hard. Give me, give me. Oh, I'm trio. sorry. It's hard for you. Okay, Clinton Yates, how about you? Finally, our long national nightmare of news coming from barbershops and podcasts of what market Damian Lillard is going to upgrade himself to from Portland, and he goes to Milwaukee. I'm sorry, this is underwhelming on a certain level. I understand from a basketball standpoint that the two of these guys together is a good thing, but for all of the talk we heard from Dame, I would have thought this would have been a different place. I do think that that duo is up there competing with the LeBrons and ADs of the world, but I'm very interested to see how Giannis's game changes, as Kalashaw alluded to, with a shooter like Lillard, who's basically going to pull at every single point. For the Suns, I'm confused. I understand that the Aiton problem was something between him and Monty, but Nurkic doesn't get on the court 
hurt that much. So that when he plays part is a big factor in that circumstance. I don't get it for the Suns. I think the Bucks are better, but I don't know how much better in terms of penciling them into the NBA Finals they are. Bill right Barnwell, around the horn to you. Clinton's right about the Suns, but I think the fit for the Bucks is not just about the actual on-court fit, but also fitting in that salary structure and fitting in how they want to build their roster for the next couple of seasons. And remember, Giannis has come out this offseason and said, hey, you know, I'm now eligible for an extension. If you don't get championship caliber players around me, I'm going to start having issues. And of course, the best player available on the market, the dream player for Giannis, according to multiple reports, was Damian Lillard. And the Bucks actually made it happen. Best team in the East, best team in the NBA, best duo in the NBA. It's all available, Bill. Give us a hot take. I, I, I will say best team in the East is where I'm willing to go. I'm not willing to go further than that. And around the, the horn to Kevin are in progress. Absolutely, yeah. I think they're the best team in the East right now. That's what the paper says. What they sacrificed was defense. We always know that. Drew Holiday was a tremendous defender. I don't know that Damian Lillard is a, hard, a horrible defender, but we know he can drop 50 on you at any time. Think about what this does also for Chris Middleton. Remember, he was coming back from another injury. He wasn't scoring last season like we knew he could score. Um, their three-point shooting wasn't what it used to be. Now, all of a sudden, some pressure is taken off of him. The three-point shooting has gotten a lot better. The court's a lot more open for people to, to get the ball to Giannis underneath. So that's a much better and much more dangerous Milwaukee team uh, than, than we've seen since uh, they were holding the trophy. Clinton Yates, talk to me again about underwhelming. What did you mean by that? I don't know. Dame Lillard, he's dropping videos. He's talking about how he wants to be in a big place. I mean, Milwaukee is a fine market as far as the NBA is concerned, but that's not exactly the kind of place where people think about when you think about Okay, stars. I care about the NBA mm-hmm. for, the, for the moment. Separately, mm-hmm. hold on. What I was saying, though, is that as far as moves go, I do think that getting rid of Grayson Allen is an interesting one. People don't like the way that he plays, but that's the kind of dude that you want on your team if you're really making runs for the championship. So you like that Medicine move for him. Phoenix it's as an part of their yeah. overall bench. I don't like it for Milwaukee, yeah. The idea that Miami is the destination they always get their man. The heat culture, Tim Gallagher. What happened here? Did not get their man. They don't always get their man. They've got their man a couple times. Once they got three men. Uh, that, that's the famous one in 2010. But uh, Miami's still very good. I, they haven't gone anywhere. Just didn't happen. Bill, last word. Yeah, I mean, they, they did not get the assets that they needed. There, there was not the, the sort of the prime player that Drew Holiday is, not, of course, for, for the, the Trailblazers to have on their roster, but to trade for somebody else. The Heat didn't have a player of that caliber they could send. The news of the afternoon, like all great things, coming very, very gradually, then suddenly. Damian Lillard to the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll move on. Let's talk baseball. Probably the biggest game of the year, Jose Aldube said. Astros Mariners tonight. Half game separates them for wild card three. It's been a tough week for both of these teams. They've both been on schneids. In the division, Rangers two and a half up. Here's the thing, they kind of all play each other this last week. They all still control their own destiny. Did you see last night? Kind of getting hectic all over the place. George Kirby getting tagged by a spectator with a ball? What was that about? Clinton, what to make of all this chaos? Who do you trust? Who has lost your trust? 
You know, the Astros are moving in the wrong direction. When you get swept at home by the Royals, that is not a good sign for what is coming up for the potential playoff run. And overall, this Mariners team is a team that's played them tough. Let's not forget what happened last year in the playoffs. Of course, they got swept, but it took them 18 innings to knock them out. We remember because we were there. Jeremy Pena has not been the same player this year for the Astros. And I do think that they are in serious question in terms of whether or not they can make it. Because this Mariners team, especially with Kirby, a guy who said a week ago, I didn't want to be on the mound in this situation, but stepped up and got out of a jam in the first thing of this game really showed something. I think the Mariners got a little fight here. Even You're though taking Seattle tonight, tonight in this game that Jose Altuve calls the biggest of the year? Framber's on the mound. I think that the Astros can get this one, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Mariners find a way to get it. Bill Barnwell. I'm I'm thinking of the meme, the we're all trying to find the guy who did this meme with the Houston Astros. They're the ones who blew this lead they had in September when they were above 90% to make the postseason. They went 2-10 against the Yankees, against the A's, and to Clinton's point, against the Royals, teams who had nothing to play for. So now that they're in this situation with Jose Altuve struggling at bat and in the field in this most recent game, they have to be desperate because when there was nothing to play for, the Astros didn't seem like they could pull it off. Do you trust the Houston Astros? I don't think that was a question any of us imagined us asking even two weeks ago. Kevin Blackstone? Yeah, I'm starting to lose trust in them, and I always have faith in, in, in Dusty, even though a lot of people don't. But one of the things that happened to them may have been because of Dusty and his reputation with pitchers. That young pitcher they have, Hunter Brown, was fantabulous most of the season, up until recently. And he looks like he's just hit the wall, over 150 innings pitch now. Their offense has fallen off the, off the wagon. Um, but they're batting like 164 with runners in scoring position since early September. And as you just alluded to, they can't even win at home. So I don't know what happened. It seems like the entire team has just fallen apart. They really do need to win tonight. This is their biggest game of the season. All right, but Seattle had been on a four-game losing streak, their longest of the season up until last night. Two weeks ago, it was Texas that couldn't win a ball game. Tim Kalisha, who do you trust? Who do you not trust right now? I honestly trust Seattle a little more right now, despite what happened to them in Arlington over the weekend. It's all right in front of them with the Rangers coming to town if they win tonight. That's why it feels like a must game for them. I think they, they miss the playoffs entirely if they lose to the Astros tonight. But, but the Astros have had a lot of pitching examples like, like Kevin mentioned. Christian Javier last night, great pitcher, great young pitcher last year, part of that combined no-hitter mm-hmm. against the Yankees, great postseason pitcher. 460 ERA this year, gives up home runs like crazy, pitched in the World Baseball Classic after pitching into November in the World Series. Some of these guys are just worn out. Stop running on Cal Raleigh, people. He's going to throw you out. He's the same guy that hit that crazy bomb to send the Mariners to the playoffs last year. They're going to be a fun team if they get in. Hey, y'all. Wild card chaos. We'll get to the NL chaos from last night after the break. Right now, we remember the great Brooks Robinson. In a sport with a debate about everything, there is no debate. The best fielding third baseman ever. 16 gold gloves, the human vacuum cleaner. His play in the 1970 World Series against Cincy, ranging into foul territory and firing a laser to get Lee May, one of the greatest in history. That play and about five others and his great bat in the series won him MVP. It's about as perfect a World Series as any player has ever had. As the Orioles put the finishing touches on a glorious season and a dream about what may be in October, we acknowledge the loss of one of their all-time greats. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport. Brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. How many butterfly wings flap in this Cubs play? Seiya Suzuki's misplay bringing moans and groans from the broadcast. Oh, no. Moving Atlanta two games away from clinching home field throughout, giving the Brewers the NL Central despite losing, and the Phillies wild card won. They won on a walk-off. And look at the wild card chaos in the NL now. Five games to go, D-backs a game up, Cubs and Marlins even in the loss column. Since he won yesterday, they're still in it. Two will enter, two will leave. But I only ask about one right now. Whether the Cubs can recover from a loss like that. Clinton, did Chicago just drop their season? Man, that was tough. They blew a six-run six lead. There were wild pitches all over the place. That's Cody Bellinger's ball, period. Ten out of ten. That cannot happen when you've got with a plus glove in center field trying to bear down on it. As for the Brewers, let's not get too caught up in the fact that they celebrated this with a loss. They clinched the playoffs with a blowout a couple days ago. This was just for the division. So I think that they'll be fine. The celebratory antics Tim Kalashaw. Have the Cubs ever had a play like that where something Don't bad you dare. happened? Would you stop? Austin? How trying, dare trying you? Trying to remember Tim. if that ever happened. Let me just say this: They're playing the the Braves and the Brewers, division winners, all week. The Marlins, if it ever stops raining in your town, are playing the Mets and the Pirates. Yeah. I like the Marlins to overtake the Cubs for that yeah, last block. That's a bad loss last night. Yeah, I think the Cubs are on the slide down and out. That was a horrible way to lose a oh, game and when you're doing that with the Braves. One play, we have seen it before, as someone just alluded to. They didn't come back from that that year, and I don't see them coming back with what's in front of them right now. Bill Barnwell. Things have changed. It's a decade. A decade ago, yes, this would have been a, a season-sinking oh, yeah. occurrence. Yeah, but they the won the Cubs. World Series between now and then. It's a new Cubs, so but I still think they're in trouble because their best starter was going yesterday. Now Jamison Tyone, arguably their worst starter with a sub-5 ERA going today. I think they have to win these next two games against the Braves to feel good about going into the final series of the season. The MVP showdown of Brianna Stewart, Alyssa Thomas, not exactly what we, we thought. It was a kind of a scuffle for both, shooting especially. Defensively, they were sound, but shooting, it was Tiffany Hayes for Connecticut. You can't guard me. 
But the Liberty digging deep to come back from a double-digit first-half deficit. Benajah Laney, five threes. They said it was a must-win for New York. They got it. That series now even 1-1. But while Stewart and Thomas were in a grind, Asia Wilson, boom, 30-11 and 11 in Vegas' win. That's three straight 30-point playoff games, which nobody in the history of the league has ever done. She said it hurt like hell to finish third in the MVP. Did she just prove voters wrong? Clinton, take away from the night in WNBA. You know, Asia's trying to keep it cute and be diplomatic and basically just say there wasn't any extra motivation. I need the trash talk. That system for voting is a mess, and she showed it. I wanted a little bit more WWE promo out of her considering what she's been doing. But, yes, a great showing by the Aces who showed the wings that they just ain't the same team. Tim Kalashaw. I think we have an upset in the making in the East. Connecticut won that first game and, as you said, had a double-digit lead last night on the road. Now they go home for two games. I think the Liberty's in a bit of trouble. The Wings will win a game against the Aces, but they won't win two. They won't get it back. Kevin Blackstone. You know, we always talk about what coaches don't do, but let me give Sandy Brondello some credit last night for what she did with the Liberty, a team that never, ever plays zone, always plays man-to-man, switched up the zone last night in that second half and shut the sun down. So that was very impressive. I think the Liberty is going to go ahead and win it. Bill Barnwell. Kevin made a great point about the switch to zone defense, and that kept the Liberty's players fresh. The bench only had to play 12 minutes last night. Starters played almost the entire game, of course. Liberty, a top-heavy team, three big stars with Ionescu, uh, Vander Sloot, and Brianna Stewart. Have to get those players on the bench, whether it's by getting them in foul trouble, making them run more on defense. Something has to happen to get that bench on the court. Stewart. Didn't score like she usually does the day she gets the MVP, but she got picked up by her team. One more thing, Connecticut's son, Coach Stephanie White. Coach of the year, fit of the year. Love the way that looks, Coach. <laughs> Incredible. Thumbs up. We'll move on. Where did she Fire cell three. Could the New York Jets be in danger of losing the locker room over Zach Wilson. You knew this headline was coming. This is ESPN's Rich Samini. They already lost Joe Namath, but that, he was saying the defense is ready to implode on Robert Sala. Aaron Rodgers, meanwhile, telling everyone to keep their poise and grow up. And Colin Kaepernick approached the team saying he's been working out every day for six years and laid out reasons why he would be a good practice squad QB for them. Tim Kalashow, what do you buy? What do you sell today from these Jets? I'm actually buying that letter from Colin Kaepernick, which my main problem with him all along was he didn't speak up enough about exactly what he wanted, what he was doing. He let others do it for him, and I think that message got confused. And here he's saying, I just want to be your practice squad quarterback and play against your defense and help the team. And if something comes out of that, fine. But if it doesn't, I'm fine with that. And I, I think that's something a team should think about. Kevin Blackstone. Wow, Colin Kaepernick, his career was ripped away. He's 35 years old. I just can't see another team picking him up, even the Jets, despite their desperate situation. Not only that, I'd like to see Colin Kaepernick go and be what you are pretending to be. You want to be an activist? Do that. Um, But writing the letter and having it sneak out through J. Cole's means or, or, or contribution or effort okay. to talk you into doing is just kind of odd. I don't want to quibble with the word. Did you say pretending to be, Kevin? Yes, I did. Bill Barnwell. 
The time has come and gone, unfortunately. Colin Kaepernick could have been a successful quarterback in the NFL for the last several seasons. I just frankly don't think there's enough around anyone on the Jets, whether it be Colin Kaepernick, Trevor Simeon, Zach Wilson. At this point, this offensive line is broken. The offensive coordinator is a mess. The running game has not been effective the past couple weeks, and there's one good receiver on this roster. So I don't want to see any quarterback I care about stuck on this roster. Yet. I'm selling everything about this from Aaron Rodgers. This was my main concern when he got injured. Because of the large platform that HBO gave you in terms of putting him in front of cameras, because of who he is talking to his friends, for having an actual armchair quarterback sitting around ripping your team and offering all sorts of opinions, unsolicited or otherwise, is not a good look. For but the I thought he was asking for poise like and patience, and yet, and that everybody has to grow up in considering how they criticize Zach Wilson. That's how I heard it. Kevin, you're going to be, we're saying goodbye now, but I really want, you've got five seconds to just uh, extend what you were saying there more specifically, if you don't mind. Well, I want to hear more of his voice. I want to see more of his work. I want him to talk about what he is doing. We rarely ever hear from him. You lost me there. Mm. All right, okay. Clinton Yates, Bill Barnwell, showdown. Two minutes. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Do you really believe Travis Kelsey's jersey sales are up 400% this week? And that Kansas City Bears was the highest rated game of the week? With off the chart numbers in young women aged 18 to 35? Is the Taylor Swift effect real, Clinton? Yes, there's nothing not to like. The pullover from the Chiefs she was wearing sold out as well. All you goofballs who don't want to watch sports with girls, that's okay. They can watch them with me, Playboy. Bill Barnwell? Absolutely, it's real, but I'm concerned about what happens next. I've seen fans burn team jerseys for a bad interception, a missed free throw. What happens if Travis Kelsey breaks up with Taylor Swift? Then we get... Tight ends and loose ends. The next number one signal. We'll split the point. We'll move on. Showdown to Josh Dobbs. He wanted to buy his own jersey for his family. He wasn't able to. And because he's got good social media game, he got the team store to cook up some of his jerseys quick. And now you can buy a Josh Dobbs Cardinals jersey. Then here's Josh Dobbs responding to Micah Parsons on social media. And no number nine. Josh Dobbs, I'm putting him on a bulletin board. I'm throwing darts at him. Bill, Dobbs won the game. Did he win the whole social media war here? 
sure did. The Cowboys couldn't get a Josh Dobbs jersey on Sunday either because they couldn't get close <laughs> enough to him to tackle him and grab his jersey. Okay. Most importantly, this is service journalism, which is what we like, Tony. The last time we heard about an Arizona quarterback using an iPad, it was Kyler Murray and him not doing it. This is ten times better. Parsons <laughs> did get him once, but you're right. They barely got a hand on that jersey. Bill Bardwell, career win number two. Let's go around the horn. Let's talk about the one possession game, guys, because we've ridiculed and made this a ridiculous farce of a, con of a concept. Two one-possession games are not eight-point games. You have to score twice to win a one-possession game if it's eight points. The one-possession game is seven points or less. When you score seven, don't you have to score twice too? The touchdown and the extra point? Get that two-pointer. Bill Barnwell. There he is. A barn burner. Let's go around the world. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.